what? Okay, here we go. Ah, what's up, everybody? My name is Danny, and thank you so much for joining the Light Side. Today, I am so excited to welcome Sabrina Savoy. I almost called you with love, Sabrina Savoy, because that's how I see your name. <laughs> that's her Instagram name. Uh, she is a Reiki master teacher author, intuitive light worker, and yoga and meditation facilitator. So I am all kinds of excited to bring her to you today. Hi, Sabrina. Thank you. Hello. Thank you for having me, Danny. Oh, nice to be here. Dude, it's so nice to have you here. And I have been watching your content for a while. I even have your journal right here on my desk. Infinite, <laughs> but yes, I love this thing so much. I show it to everybody. Um, oh, oh yeah, she wrote a journal, everybody here it is. <laughs> it's kind of like a really cool journal prompts. Like there's like, okay, this one says, I trust the flow of my life. And then you have a whole page to write about it. And so I, this has been super cool to me. Um, so thank you for creating that. And thank you. I actually do have a question about the journal. So like what prompted the creation of mm. this? Okay. I, this is, this is actually pretty fun. Um, so I think it's almost going to be a year that the journal's been out um yeah oh my god it's may i forgot what month we were in yeah <laughs> we're in the month of may so yeah last year at this time i was like okay i just printed these books let's 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 get it out there um it happened really fast so last year i was working on creating a book and i wanted to write a book for forever like for a really long time even when i was a kid i'd be like oh i wonder what it'd be like to write a book um so this was, so I was actually trying to write a children's book. I've been wanting to write a kid's book. And so I, I would, you know, get to my, my table and I start working and I'm like, this is, this is not a kid's book. What's happening here. So I started writing out affirmations. Um, and I've been a fan of affirmations, um, for a long time. I, should I go into like the whole, whole story? Or just like, <laughs> um, yeah, you can go into the whole story. I'm loving the affirmation thing already because affirmation, so yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it, it, so I was trying to write a kid's book, um, but then honestly, this was a, a huge divine movement. So um, like I put my own kids to bed and I'd stay up to like three four in the morning some nights not even tired like this energy was i don't i don't know where this energy was coming from but I, I was just like no it's it's happening it's here so let me use it and um i would write an affirmation out and um i'm a fan of photoshop uh so i would just use uh, you know, images that I would find inspiring and then recreate them to kind of feel like that, what I would feel when I would say the affirmation. Um, and it became a visual thing as well as a writing thing. And, um, I, I used affirmations in my sessions and in my healings and everything. And I know that they help because that, you know, I'm on this journey with you too. Um, I do everything I tell people to do. So um, I was, you know, I take my own medicine. So uh, that's how the book came to be, you know. So I still never wrote a children's book, but I got the affirmation book and it really just became a, a tool that I wanted to share with my clients because I would just write for them or get them to write in our sessions. Okay, practice these things. And, you know, let's talk in a couple days, see how you feel, or let's talk next, next week, see how you feel. And I'm like, this is, this is amazing. Now I know why I'm writing this book. It's so I can share it with, with my clients. And then I share it with them, like, you know, and let me tell other people about it and, and share the word. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I want to give it to all my clients. <laughs> in their little care package. It's really cool. It's really fun to write in. And now I'm actually really glad I asked because I was curious about all the pictures in there too. And now I know that you just created all of that. Yeah. Oh, it's soul, cool. That was soul work. That was like healing for me to make it. And then working on the pages or especially the images, it was, they're, they're programmed a little bit with my intention for for people so uh i hope you you know it vibrates out <laughs> you can feel that love i definitely can 100 percent. my gosh i need to okay 
Oh, yeah, I'm interviewing. Hello. Um, <laughs> thank you for thank you for sharing that. Um, and so, okay, I have a question about your intuitive nature. Mm -hmm. What was the coming up? Because I've been like, like I said, looking at your content for a long time. You do crystal grids, you do ceremonies, you do all of these things, and it all looks so beautiful with the mapacho and everything you use. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your spiritual journey? How this all kind of came to be? Sure. Um, I actually get asked, I've, I've been asked this quite a bit lately, or, or, or sometimes it's phrased, when did you wake up? <laughs> and, and my answer is, is pretty simple. Like, I was always awake. Like, I was, I was born this way. Um, and so I never had those, like, kapow lights turning on explosions because they were always on. And uh, even as a kid, I don't know, I, I would um, really just connect strongly with nature and sit outside, be bare feet, put my feet in the dirt, get my hands in the dirt, clean the garden. Um, so it was always with me. And um, my intuition was always there, even as a kid, or especially being teenagers, when when my friends, you know, because we were kind of wild. <laughs> we had uh, the wild side, we were the bad kids, I guess you'd call us. But I always knew like, no, no, that's it. Can't do that, can't go that far. Like there was always this thing in me to, that was my radar, whereas this, and, and I would listen to it. And then if I didn't, I'd be like, oh, damn, that's why I had that feeling. That's why I felt that way. Um, yeah, so it was always like, if I didn't listen to my intuition, then I would quickly find out why um, I was guided to do that in the first place. So now that I'm being more... Um, more out there with it and just being like yep it's it's intuition um this is my work because i this is what i do full time this is my living it's my life as well um and with me being more present and and you know just showing up as it comes uh i'm getting more of it and there's just it's infinite, you know, like you, you reach one layer and then there's another and it just keeps going. Yeah. The excitement of the journey sometimes I think is that it is infinite and there's also a, you can like rest assured sort of like in that you're on the right path and that you do have it, but there's always like another layer to pull back and there's always something else to, to get into. So that's been like my excitement with the spiritual kind of journey and path and just kind of navigating your way through it. Um, it being like kind of a lifelong thing has been actually really exciting for me. Um, so looking at like, okay, so we have the full moon coming up in four days. When this gets released, it's actually like the, the day of or night of the full moon. So I see that you do full moon, full moon ceremonies and new moon ceremonies. Can we talk about the, the two ceremonies? And I, I'm, I think there are differences if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. Okay. Like what you kind of do and set or, or do whatever. So can we talk about full moon ceremonies and also, um, the energies around? Sure. Yeah. So when, um, so in general, when it's a full moon, it's usually your, your time to release something. So all this energy is now enlarged and it's here and it's your time to release as the moon gets smaller or it comes to full and it's when something you've been trying to manifest um, actually takes its place. So um, you, can, you can also be in a state of honoring when it's the full moon as well, like honoring how far you've come, how far you've grown, everything you've already manifested um, and also released. So they kind of go hand in hand. And with this full moon coming up, uh, May the 7th, the feelings and energies that I, that I'm picking up is a lot of self-reflection. The self-reflection is big this month, um, or really big this week. And are you feeling it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. So lots of self-reflection. Um, and this is kind of the state that we're in and it really, coincides with what's happening around the world because we've 
now been in this pandemic self-isolation stage for a while. And if you haven't started self-reflecting earlier on, you're going to start feeling it now. And you're going to ask yourself, like, who am I really? What am I doing here? What do I even want to do? So these, you might notice like a reoccurring thought of these questions or, you know, what am I doing with my life? What can I do that makes me happy? Because you realize like being in the self, 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 I'm having a hard time with that word, self-isolation state that um, life can be really pleasant, really simple. And there's a lot of things we don't need. Um, and it's a really beautiful thing to wake up to for a lot of people to know you can survive with a, with a lot less than what you currently have. And, and not saying like, yeah, that's great, everyone, you know, get rid of everything you own, but just, but just know that how you live is not what you own. It's like, how are you feeling inside? What are you doing that lights you up? Um, yeah, so this full moon will be a lot about that. And then, with that self-reflection, it's time to really purge and release these things that we have held on to, you know, especially being, um, you know, when you're young and maybe being brought up a certain way, being forced or feeling forced to do things you never wanted to do or be. If it's really not lighting you up, why are you still doing it? Like we have to face up with our own truths and that's a hard thing to do. Because, you know, it's like you don't know what's on the other side of it. You just have to trust that it's going to work out. <laughs> yes, trust. That's a big thing lately that I've been even just, that word has been circulating a lot, trust. In the process, building this, building a podcast, building a business, coaching, all that stuff. Just trust that like the energy that you're putting is coming back to you. Right. So self-reflection, that's huge. And like, so if I'm understanding correctly, like basically self-reflecting on the things that maybe are serving you and the things that are not serving you and the things that are not serving you that are not lighting you up, it's time to kind of like let them go and let them yeah. What's a way that you would let them go? Do you like a burning ceremony? If you burn a piece of paper, like write it, or is it kind of just a meditation where you just like consciously let it go? There's so many, there's so many things to do. And, and this is where, this is where you, you, the individual have to really just like play around and make it playful. Like I'm all about making things simple and being fun and playful because when things are fun and when things are simple and that means it doesn't take maybe a lot of time to do it, then you can do it more often and it doesn't feel like this big drag or this big chore. Um, so writing things down and burning them is a wonderful way, but you do have to be repetitive with it, especially if it's something you've been carrying for your whole life. It's not going to like disappear um, in the blink of an eye. I mean, unless your intention is super strong and you're super willed and focused. But, you know, majority of the time, it's something that needs your repetition and um, to release it. So burning ceremonies, writing, uh, writing to release, meditating, using uh, some quantum science techniques, like touching certain energy centers of the body and repeating certain things. Um, all these things help there's even tapping um but i do one it was taught by um what's her name sandra she's a quantum scientist and she's written some books but it's a technique using your hands and your forehead to really connect with your third eye so when you want to release something you kind of press apart your your forehead and you just breathe and just say, you know, if, you, if you're feeling really fearful or lots of anxiety, you can say, I, I release all this anxiety that holds me back. And just imagine it coming out. Imagine the energy coming out of the left side of your body. So it's disappearing. Right? So it's like you're really connecting immediately with your hands on your forehead to your third eye into your brain and then you want to release something and then you want to program it. So what would you want to call in? Um, the opposite of anxiety is maybe you feel 
I want to pick a fun word, joy. Yeah. Joy. So then I'd use my right hand and the first two fingers and I would just press really gently in the center of my forehead. And then you use the word I code, I code joy in my life. I code joy. I code joy. Breathe that in and then let it go. So there's so many techniques. And sometimes it's a combination of doing your writing, doing burning, saging, smudging, meditating, doing some techniques like that, getting energy work done. Because um, we hold a lot of beliefs in energy centers in our body too. So sometimes just that energy is kind of trapped if it's not moved. So even dancing, you know, is good. Anything that moves energy. Okay, so like yoga, I'm actually teaching a class on Thursday morning, so I'm excited to move everybody's energy. Beautiful. Hope. Yes, your class is <laughs> amazing. You have to attend. Oh, thank you. Yes, that would be so fun. I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of a new teacher, but it's, I, I'm really a new teacher. <laughs> I don't want to say kind of. Um, probably like under 20 classes, but I feel so excited about it. So I'm, I'm really excited to be the student and the teacher in this, literally in the same breath. And it's been really fun to learn and to do everything. I love that. That's good. <laughs> Thank That's you. Good. So I noticed left, does left rid you of things and right brings things in? Is there a difference between the right and left sides of your body? The, well, the left side of the body is more female. Our female side and the right side is our masculine side. But um it all depends on a, your technique, especially with when you get into quantum techniques and science and stuff like that. Because she, when we're releasing, she shows you, you know, she tells you to imagine leaving out of the left side of your, your body. But when, like in some shamanic practices, or even when I do Reiki, a lot of your intake comes in through the left side and kind of out through your right. So there there is not a similarity in in some of the techniques that i know so then i would say you have to use your intuition to do what feels right for you always that's the that's the main thing i can't wait i have a, i'm gonna do the full moon ceremony i'm gonna write i'm gonna burn and i'm gonna do this this thing I'm, I, i've been wanting to develop some full moon ceremonies something that i could keep doing over and over that i could kind of make mine and package into each little month um and then to do so okay so full moon ceremony that's kind of like uh letting go like self-reflection this one particularly self-reflection letting go so new moon yeah, new moon is a beautiful time to plant seeds, plant your garden. Um, so it's all about intentions. So I love new moons because it's it's like an exciting time. It's dark, you know, so it's like planting the seeds and, you know, they're dark, they're in pitch black, they're under the ground, and that's where magic happens. So letting those roots grow deep. And they grow deep before they can bloom by the time the moon, full moon comes. Or, you know, sometimes it takes a few moon cycles for intentions to really manifest or reach. Um, but just because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not happening, right? Like, you don't dig the hole or be like, are the roots growing yet? Can I see? Just, you have to have that. There's the word again, trust that, that things are happening. And sometimes it does take a while for things to to you know swing back your way but um we can't give up so new moon is that fresh life that you know that's being given you got a new start new moon and you plant some intentions <laughs> so some <laughs> I'm all about that kind of stuff. And then I found out that my, so I'm a cancer. So my ruling planet is the moon. So when I found that out, everything made sense. Cause I had this, this fascination with the moon. Like I would just stare at it and just be like mesmerized and try to figure out the craters. and like, what is, what shape is this? Um, <laughs> so I've been really into the moon lately. And, and so I'm, I'm glad that we talked about that. Nice to wake up to it. And since you're a big fan of the moon, I don't know um, what the weather will be like. It's over here. It's, kind of touch and go rain not rain sunny you could probably see through the shadows on my face <laughs> it's super bright then it's dark um but with the moon if you ever wanted to charge your water 
or your crystals that come out in the moonlight when the moon's full, fill up like a mason jar or a nice glass jug of water, you know, cover the top and let it soak outside. So, it, so the moon actually charges the water. And then you could, you know, sprinkle a little bit and all your little things that you do, a little bit with cooking, a little bit in everyone's water bottle, and you get some full moons, some full moon vibes. <laughs> so excited. You can do lots of stuff. <laughs> I am very excited. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna be watering everybody's stuff. Here's some for you, here's some for you. You're welcome. <laughs> Plants, put some in the bath. Yeah. I'm so excited. Okay, now we talked about crystals. So you put your crystals out under the full moon to charge them. Um, mm -hmm. And I see that you make crystal grids. Now, I, I don't know a ton. I like crystals and I love them everywhere, but I don't know very much about grids or actually what to do with them. So, well, this is cool. <laughs> I actually just um, last week, yeah, last weekend, I taught my first, the first time ever I decided to to teach what I do privately. So I have a lot of things that I do like just on my own. Um, and one of them was using sacred geometry and crystals, you know, cause a lot of people see them and maybe just intuitively are drawn towards them. So um, I have one kind of set up there that I put out Friday. It's pretty hard to see, but um, so sacred geometry is usually your base for a crystal grid or not you can just use crystals but the way i am using them is using sacred geometry and sacred geometry is the language of the universe oh doesn't that just feel so good <laughs> yes <laughs> i can't even take it i feel it too <laughs> yeah it's the language of the universe so you know we all every we speak English, there's so many languages out there, but sacred geometry is a universal languages, uh, is a universal language. So by you using sacred geometry, um, you're calling in a frequency and you're showing the universe, I'm here, I, I'm, I want to communicate with you, so let's talk, let's do this dance kind of thing. Um, so different symbols mean different things. Um, obviously your crystals, oh my God, crystals is like such a huge topic. <laughs> Where do we start? <laughs> there's like, you know, crystals always choose what resonates with you because sometimes they call you, you know, and, and crystals are huge energy amplifiers. Um, sometimes you feel it, sometimes you don't, that's okay. It's kind of goes back to the new moon thing and planting seeds. Just because you don't see it or feel it, it doesn't mean it's not working. You just need to be patient. So um, I like to um, kind of choose the crystals based on what my intention is for making a grid. Um, so I make grids sometimes when I work on people, if they're, if I'm working with them remotely or um, doing, I don't know if you've seen on Instagram, sometimes I just do like free mass healings. So I usually make a grid and I keep it open for like the whole weekend. So every, I check in on it kind of throughout the days. And I just use my Reiki symbols and meditate with it and on it um, and send love out using the language of the universe to reach these people. So it's bigger than me. That's beautiful. So what is sacred geometry? What would, what would a symbol be for people who maybe don't know? Okay, so flower of life yeah. is the very popular one actually. I have, I have a chart. I okay. Yes. So here we go. Here's the flower. Okay, let's see if, yes, there we go. Here's the flower of life. Am I showing the camera okay? Yep, perfect. So all these little things are like the flower petals. Um, but they kind of, they originated from the seed of life, which is a little more simplified. Yeah, these two are very popular or more like well-recognized. Yeah. So they're really good to work with. So flower of life, seed of life, each, this symbol, the seed of life is a part of the flower of life. 
it's all like the circles that keep overlapping that create this um, little petal. Mm -hmm. And they all represent the interconnection of every single possibility of life. It's, it's very big. Right. We're, we're all our own ecosystem within the larger ecosystem, right? Like you're your own person, your partner is, your family is, um, and it just keeps growing. And it's really mimicking the sacred geometry symbols where we're all just a piece in this symbol, but we're all part of the same whole. We all have the same foundation. Mm pretty deep. <laughs> I love it. I love talking about that kind of stuff. I could just do it all day. So but it's simple, you know, it like is. it is like life is simple, uh, but we, we've made it complicated and now it's like, let's screw complication. Let's, let's bring it back. Let's make it simple. Yeah. <laughs> to the simplicity. So what would like some simple things be like spending time with your family, going outside, looking at a flower yeah riding a bike I mean, what just brings you joy you know if you like to make music you like to dance I feel like people don't have hobbies or interests because they've been so consumed with oh I gotta work I I, I need this bigger house I need these fancy clothes or I need a boob job or whatever you're working towards like just remember what makes you feel alive and focus on that for a little bit and and try to not make these other things so much more important than you because you know you're important and you need to be here and enjoy your life yes i always tell my clients like we had the, the conversation the other day about like what is my core being and i was like well the core is unconditional love it's actually like, so like we just muck it up with all of this stuff, you know, all of the conditions and the, even like the bad affirmations and the I'm not good enough. And we pile it on top of our core being, which is really just unconditional love, abundance, light, all of the amazing things. Um, and so it's like, there's even like a process of just like letting go of all of these things that we think we need and that we think we are, but we're actually none of that. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I always think about the macrocosm and the microcosm. So like the macro, that's also unconditional love and abundance and things like that. So like what's out there is also within here. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a nice way to look at it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> a reflection, you know? Yes. Yes. That's yeah. Well, those um, are thank you. <laughs> so, so for your crystal grid, so it's good. It's like to, and I guess, what is the purpose? So you pick certain ones depending on what intention you want to set. And is it sort of like an amplification of the energy that you want to send out or work with for certain people? Right. So actually, I'll, I'll, I'll use this one as an example since it's, uh, I, I, I can't, I actually am using a desktop. So, so that's why I have my laptop or else I can just show you. Um, but I, it's a flower of life, and I, my intention for this was pretty huge. So that's why I'm like, I don't always use crystals. Like sometimes I just, I do a lot of work mentally. Um, my mind is, is pretty open, so I usually, you know, travel. But um, I, this is a big intention, and the big intention for this grid is to raise the planet's vibration to unconditional love. <laughs> so that's what I've been focusing on for the past three days. So um, I'm, I needed to call in a support for that because that, that's a big one. And, you know, um, I just use the symbols that, that resonate with me, called in the crystals that, um, wanted to be used because honestly when I when I see crystals it's like I hear them calling me like not not everyone wants to be used at the same time so you know it's just becoming aware and paying attention to these super super subtle like ranges in energy and and knowing like just trust that that you don't disregard those subtle feelings because um yeah, they're trying to talk to you. So um, uh, I 
made my crystal grid to raise the planet's vibration to unconditional love. And um, the ladies that I taught this workshop to last weekend, I asked them to also make a crystal grid with me. So that was kind of the nice thing about teaching this workshop was actually having our own little tribe <clears throat> where we can all make little grids with the same intention at the same time. So all this energy is being amplified and multiplied. <laughs> oh and what a nice intention <laughs> like oh the best thing to send out ever like the, calling calling my whole tribe to wake up the planet to unconditional love like oh, oh. And, <laughs> thank you for doing what you do i feel like i've been feeling it the last couple of days to be honest with you thank you that that's a lot i mean that's that's what matters to me like that that's what i mean like i'm a really simple person like what are you doing today? I don't know. I'm gonna make a crystal grid and focus on raising the vibration of the planet. So yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. So for people that are maybe looking for unconditional love in their life, maybe they're it's hard for them to understand what unconditional love is or how to tap into that. Um, I, I look at my dogs. That's an easy way for me to tap into unconditional love and like be more like my dog, you know, and, and going out into nature. So for people at home who are maybe struggling with this a little bit, um, how could they, yeah. You gotta start with yourself. Oh. And, and that's the hard one. So instead of, I mean, if you have an animal, you know, of course that, that's a wonderful place to start. If you really like flowers or buy a bouquet of flowers and start, really looking at them close up and and kind of take the saying stop and smell the roses like really hold that into your being and really stop and look and gaze at the shapes and the flowers because you'll you'll you just start to become aware of all these little tiny things that nature is capable of creating um and that's like if you don't want to work on yourself but if you're feeling ready like to to work on yourself and and call in love, I would use a start with a very simple affirmation. I accept myself. Maybe, maybe not use the word love yet if you're really struggling. Um, I accept myself. And I would start writing it down first. And then when that starts to feel easy, because even, even just accepting yourself could, could be challenging. Um, but I would say you have to work through that discomfort and it's like any kind of birth. It's not going to come easy, right? Like you're not birthing a child, but you are creating something new and that could be tough and it could hurt and feel uncomfortable. So, but you can't stop labor halfway through and say, no, I can't, this baby's not coming. Like you got to push through the pain and, and just do it. Um, and that's a lot like affirmations. And then when writing, it gets comfortable. You can say it out loud. And if you're feeling really brave, you get a box of Kleenex and you walk to your closest mirror <laughs> and you say it out loud while you look at yourself, <laughs> look in your eyes and like feel the things that feel scary, feel the things that feel uncomfortable and just try to understand yourself a bit better. I mean, it's hard work. Like, you know, being understanding yourself is not an easy task. You know, it sounds very simple to love and accept yourself, but when a lot of us grow up in broken homes or, you know, just, just weird, you know, or learning from parents that are broken themselves. So you're, when you're taking that on, to heal yourself, learning how to love and accept yourself. Just know that you're healing your, your past, like you're healing your parents, you're healing the grandparents, and then you're creating something so beautiful for the future generations. You know, in, um, especially in shamanism, we always say something um, when we do healing for all my relations and for all my relations stands for seven generations behind you and seven generations, be, uh, uh, you know, to come ahead of you. And I, I, I love that 
because I feel it with my own clients, like their healing is my healing. And, and I talk to them all, like I talk to a lot of my clients as friends. Sometimes they text me and, you know, we just say, how, how's it going? And, you know, when it's, a, it's so satisfying and rewarding when I see them make a huge shift or a turn and I say to them, your healing is my healing. Like we're, we're all in this together. We're all just a, a flower blossom. Or we're all just a shape in this big, you know, giant puzzle of life. Um, yeah. So work through, work through the uncomfortableness, but start accepting yourself and then, then start learning how to love yourself. You know, just put a different spin on it. That is so good. That's so healing, even just listening to you say it. So question about maybe people who are feeling like regretful about their past, like they made some decisions and it's not feeling really good. Would acceptance kind of be the first part in that acceptance, forgiveness kind of thing? Because I, I asked that question because I have a couple clients who I did an abundance project meditation. I mean, not an abundance, <laughs> a Deepak Chopra meditation mm -hmm. challenge. And I invited some people in it and I think they thought it was going to be, you know, a meditation challenge. It was 21 days of butterflies and rainbows and it totally wasn't. It was like, <laughs> who are the people that made you feel uncomfortable in your life? Write a forgiveness letter. So like, or like, what are the, some of the things that your mom regrets about her, whatever. So it brought up some really big things for my clients. And I think a lot of them are feeling a little bit regretful about where they were. Mm -hmm what would you say would be a good way to start getting yourself out of it? And is it the self-love track? Well, it, acceptance comes a lot into yeah. play with that one because okay. it's, you just have to become okay with what happened. And it doesn't mean you have to forget what happened, you know, especially when something is that powerful where it makes that impact, it, you, it's hard to forget but you can not let it control you by, by just accepting what is and knowing that when you made certain decisions, you aren't the same person as you are right now in this moment. We, we all are functioning at the frequency we're in. So, you know, just because you might be more, more enlightened or more awake now, um, that doesn't serve you well to start judging your past. You know, because then you're kind of bringing, you're going back into that energy that that created those situations you weren't happy with in the first place. But accepting it and knowing that right now in this moment, you have the choice to choose differently. Yeah. In the present moment is always where your power is. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm actually in the process of reading The Power of Now. Oh, Okay. So I'm, I'm really excited. It's hard for me to read. I kind of like, it's kind of hard for me to sit still. <laughs> so I know that's where my practice is, <laughs> but it's kind of hard for me to sit and actually read. I have to be like listening, washing dishes, doing all these things. But thank you for sharing that. I really appreciate that. And I think other than my cl clients, I think that's going to help a lot of people because I know, and you know, maybe this would be a perfect thing to like bring up and let go and accept at the full moon. If you have some things that are coming up when I say the word regret, maybe kind of bring that up, write it down let it go left side bye yeah, that would be a beautiful thing uh to focus on around the full moon what what you know what's what what are you thinking about that's holding you back or making you feel regret because regrets are really low vibration yes so we don't want to we don't want to carry regret with us it, it's definitely like just leave it there fine i have to accept it and own up to it because i did it mm -hmm. am i pleased with it no but can I act differently now? Yes. yes. There's always a choice. Yes, Maya Angelou, once you know better, you do better. Mm. Yeah. I was like, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> so I have a couple questions about Reiki. Okay. And I'm sure a lot of other people do too. Mm -hmm. Could you start by just explaining like, mm. what is it? Okay, yes. Yeah. So the, the, the real like term that, uh, that, you know, puts people in a spin is Reiki is universal life force energy. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
you're like, okay, so <laughs> what do I do with that? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So um, Reiki is a, is um, the way I like to explain it is think of your Reiki practitioner as a psychic medium, and you know that a psychic medium is channeling messages from spirit, and Reiki is channeling energy from the universe. And we channel energy and we share this energy outwards. <laughs> so when we do, when you do Reiki training, you do get attuned to, uh, to higher frequencies and this frequency holds energy. Um, and we learn how to, you know, call it, call it in towards us. Um, so we, we, that's how I, sorry, I kind of stumbled with my words, but that's how I would explain it just to make it simple you everyone is okay with the psychic channeling messages from the divine so energy uh, reiki usui reiki is me channeling energy and the energy so the energy you receive isn't mine I, I channel this energy in and i filter it out um but you're not taking on my energy and i'm not actually taking yours on it's really just me being the, a radio station or a channel to pull in this higher energy and, and bring it to other people. And it's used to balance out those energy points that you were talking about earlier, the different energy centers in the body. Yeah, so we have meridian lines throughout our whole body. We have our chakra system. And, you know, we all know that there's seven main ones, but there's so many more soles of your feet, fingertips, palms of your hands, ears, all, things that you know are higher than us and underground. Um, so our energy centers are, are huge, um, our auras. <laughs> um, and yeah, so this Reiki energy, when, when I call it in, we do help, we help people, or I like to help people call their energy back to them. Because a lot of the times, especially in the world we were living to prior to this, we're all very scattered and have a thousand things going on and there's bits of us everywhere. And that's when we start to feel scattered, ungrounded, maybe headachy or like can't focus and maybe even ADD like. That's when we need to pause and really get the help we need so you can use, you know, a Reiki practitioner or even just yourself and try and envision all those, all of the parts of you, call them back, call them back towards yourself. And then, yes, the, the Reiki will balance out the rest. So Reiki can do no harm because it's, it's just a higher frequency. So some people got, you know, have asked me, is it scary? Um, you know, I'm on medication. Does it interfere with that? And my answer is, Reiki can do no harm. So whether you're on medication, whether you're a child or an elderly person, whether you have a disease or you're healthy, like it's, it's energy that is in a higher frequency than what we're currently in. So when it comes in, it does try to help uh, balance our energies, our physical body, our mental body. It really helps the whole person. So it's not just a physical thing. It's not just an emotional thing, but it's, it's all of us. It's, it's like your whole self being worked on. I want a session from you. I love that. <laughs> can you do a distance? Yes. Like, can we? Yeah, okay. I do in person, like live on Zoom. So I work with you as if you were like right here in my space. Because this is where, this is my Reiki room. This is where, where I meet with my clients. Or I do them remotely where like if you weren't comfortable um, being viewed or whatever, then I just say, okay, I'm going to send it at nine o'clock tonight. You, you can be totally relaxed or you can be wide awake, you know, going shopping or whatever. Like, so um, the Reiki can be sent to a person as long as we have their permission. Mm -hmm. And, and if the, you know, the person isn't able to give permission, I connect with them on a soul level. And again, I use my intuition and I hear their answer. 
this stuff just lights me up. I can't even, I'm barely sitting in my chair right now. I'm so excited. And so, and you also say that you, can you see it? I'm like, I want to jump through this. <laughs> it's so beautiful. I'm so happy you're excited about it. Just as much as I am. I am. I'm, yes, there's a lot of um, happening. So <laughs> now when you, you're a teacher, so when, can anybody channel this? Yes. Okay. Anyone can learn. Ooh, you want to learn? I just got the <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So you can learn. And um, the first level of Reiki is really all about you. So it's not a practitioner level. You're not, you know, being like, hey, I can, I'm going to charge you $60 for a Reiki session. No, Reiki, the, your first level of Reiki is really learning how you, because it becomes individual, how you're going to sense and feel and hear all these little energies when you do start working on someone. But the, your first level becomes a huge like wake-up session within yourself. So I guess I had a somewhat of a further awakening when I did my Reiki level one. Mm. It was a very intense, uh, like almost physical purging for me. And yeah, that was really cool to my level one was a very big transformation. Wow. Yeah. That's and how many levels are there? There's only three. Okay. (laughs) And you go, you go on to the next one after you're kind of like graduated from the first one right so there you know I there's a little thing that I don't really I'm not like the other Reiki masters or teachers that are out there because I, I I've seen some people teaching level one and two in a weekend in the same weekend and I um or you know there there are Udemy courses and and things like that um that you can take but you know this is a a japanese technique and if we learned you know from one of the the masters who who brought this gift to us many of us wouldn't even be at a master level but here in the western world you know it like you know as long as you pay for it you can have it kind of thing um but i like to teach it more with a little more integrity than that where there is no rush like and if you feel like you just want the title of a reiki master then you're not really holding that integrity that's needed to be one yeah so it 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 takes time there there really is no rush and it is a simple practice um but it is requires your dedication in level one there's a lot of techniques and meditations that you do to help your own energy. And this is what really helps your intuition and whatever your natural innate abilities are, they really start to come alive. So if they're just little quiet voices, you know, your level one, when you do these techniques and you commit to it, like you really start to come alive in a different way. And this is what makes you ready to work with people. So it's like you, you first you gotta work on yourself before you establish a fee and take on the clients. Yes. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Yes, I'm excited. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank you for sharing all of that with me and with everybody else. Because I think, you know, it's kind of like during this Corona, or maybe even before this, but I feel like there is sort of this like, maybe maybe like mass awakening kind of happening. Like I think that people are starting to wake up to like the subtle energies that are happening here. And maybe coronavirus kind of like made everybody uh, scared and like maybe searching for the spiritual realm a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's, do, do you kind of feel that? Like there's like kind of people's energy are shifting everywhere? Yeah, I feel it. I feel it a lot. And some days, um, especially like being empathetic and just being really open. Some days I have to just kind of close off a little bit because it, it's a lot to feel all the time. Um, and there's a lot of people that are really confused by all this because their life is being questioned and they're questioning it. And, and that, that's scary for them 
because you know everything you thought was real and true is now a question mark and you you're the only person who can decide what you actually want to choose to believe because it's always comes down to your choice so there is a big global shift and awakening um with energy the you know our our universe uh, our guides they're all here the veil is super thin to non-existence if you know you might be hearing your spirit guides or seeing little orbs flashing around or whatever like the, the veil right now between us and spirit is like non-existent or like very micro thin <laughs> super tiny so um it's a beautiful thing and it's not here to scare us but it's here to here to make us aware that we've only been living as half of ourselves. we've only given credit to this human self and this human physical body but when you close your eyes and you breathe there's like a whole nother world that's going on and now is the time to tap into this other world because we even have a thing called the spiritual immune system and we want to make that strong and this is the thing that will kind of help us or even like it feels like it, it's, it, it'll save us in a way like you got to kind of merge the two if we're going to stay here on this earth we got to merge the two <laughs> mm -hmm. because you know being just human is getting really heavy and dense and that energy is stifling and limiting we got to open up to the other side of us that we can't see, but we have to trust, trust. that it's there. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank yeah. you. And um, I just have one question left. Uh, well, I have a couple more, but we could probably talk for hours because I'm I so <laughs> It's It's so fun. I love all of this stuff so much. Um, Okay, I saw one of your posts and it said something about numbers. And that was probably one of my first, uh, so bodybuilding was kind of my connection to spirit, but it happened through the numbers. And I remember I would look at the clock and it kept saying one, one, one. And then I would like go driving and I would see cars, two, 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 like license plates. Like it was just everywhere and it still is. And it's amazing. Probably my most favorite thing in the world. Like if I do something on 11-11, I got married on 11-11. It was just, that was probably my first um, um, awareness, I guess, to like, okay, there's something else going on here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, the numbers, were, that was something that I used to have in my YouTube videos all the time. Like I even got checked into room 555 at one of my competitions. And that was like when I first started to get it and I almost fell over. So um can we talk, can we talk just a little bit about that? Yeah, it's really, I'm, it's really amazing that you're saying this because my, I um, just spoke with my sister before this and she's like, I keep seeing one, 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 one or 11, 11. What does this mean? That's <laughs> <laughs> great. So, so, so what is it that you're actually asking me? <laughs> oh yeah, I guess uh, <laughs> I, I kind of just want to, I guess, what does it mean? So to me, I looked at it as a nod from the universe. Like, yes, you're in the right direction. Yes. Cause I would never see it when I was out of alignment for me, it was like my, my, yes, you're in alignment. Cause I, I wouldn't see it when I was fighting with my husband or when I was doing something I wasn't supposed to, it was always when I was in alignment. Mm -hmm. And so I took that as like a sign from the universe saying, yes, ma'am. <laughs> put it yeah how do you how do you see it i see it like a lot like sacred geometry how it's the language of the universe and and exactly what you said when you when you're awake enough or aware enough or in alignment with what's you know really good for you you start to see the number patterns and it's almost like your silent cheerleader like yeah you're doing it keep going here's a two 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 for you here's a one 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 you know they're just like yes applauding you in in a way that's not physical you know and, and just giving you that that little boost of encouragement to be like i see you i you're you, i'm here you know i you're just as real as i am so it's kind of like that sign to 
to cheer you on. And um, I have a, I have an Oracle deck actually. Um, it's called Lightworkers by Alana Fairchild. And she has a page in this Oracle deck that's called Messages in the Numbers. And, and I did make a post about it and I wrote out what each number frequency is. Um, and one, the, the frequency of one has a lot to do with leadership. So, you know, taking on the leadership role, becoming confident in what you're doing. So when you see like one speaking to you, that's a, a really cool thing um, about leadership. Twos are a lot around partnerships, whether it's like personal partners or like even business professional partnerships. Like um, it's saying the twos usually have a frequency of partnerships being a good thing. So like, you know, um, working together is good for both parties. Um, and then it just goes on up to number nine. Um, I cannot go through them all because I don't, you know, that's Alana Fairchild's work and I don't actually remember um, all of her meanings, but it, she says it really simply, really nicely. Like each number is just a couple sentences and you're like, yeah, that, you know, it either feels good for you or it doesn't. So I always say just take what feels good and leave the rest. That's, that's all I can do. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad you, it's like a silent cheerleader to you because that's exactly how I've always felt. And now it's just, and sometimes I'll be driving and it's like, I'm, I can almost get all the numbers one through nine. And that's like a crazy thing. I'm like, Oh my God, all I need is seven. <laughs> so it's like, I'll be driving back home and be like, we can't go home yet until, or it'll be four, four, four on the clock. And I'm like, okay, we can go home now. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that I love so seeing cool. all the numbers. Yeah, I see them a lot. And do, are you seeing them a lot now, especially? Yeah, yeah. For a while, I wasn't. I was in this really weird um, in-between period of my life where I was leaving bodybuilding, and I didn't know who I was. I switched to everything I was eating. I got married. My last name was changed. And I retired from something that I was working for for 10 years. And I was just just out of alignment, out of my identity, didn't know who I was. And now, over the last year, year, I would say I'm starting to come into this new um, identity and I'm feeling it again. Like it, it's been a little bit, but I'm the last maybe six months or so. It's just been, it's back. I love it. It's so, you're glowing. It's beautiful. You're doing well. It's <laughs> good. Thank you, Sabrina. So nice to see. Yeah, no, this is beautiful. And yeah, those, those number sequences are your cheerleaders. They got you back. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, I've always felt that. I'm so happy to hear it's like confirmed. Amazing. Awesome. Um, so, mm -hmm. oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to see, I'm looking and see if there's any other um, like quick questions I have. I feel like we pretty much got to all of them for now. I mean, now after we've talked, I'm like, I have a whole nother podcast in my head for us. <laughs> um, <laughs> But where, where can people find you for your, like, to be like, uh, like even coached by you or yoga, meditation, anything of it? So I'm, I'm really easy to find. My, my website is just sabrinasavoy.com. Um, my Instagram, I, I have Facebook too, but I barely use it. It's, it's just, it's just there. Um, <laughs> uh, so Instagram is uh, with love, Sabrina Savoy um yeah so that's where to find me and right now with all this hiatus on things I'm not teaching yoga classes um but it's amazing as yoga teachers like yourself are, are doing beautiful classes and there's so many ways to tune in um so I'm just really focusing on energy work right now and doing meditations so I, if you search Sabrina Savoy I, I have three up on insight timer as well which is cool um and i have more to make uh so more will come and yeah that's how you find me and, and yeah we we can work remotely on a session or do it live on zoom and yeah you can find my book on amazon 
That's great. Okay. And I'll put all of those links in the description of the video. So if people are watching this on YouTube or if you're listening to this on another platform, go to YouTube. I'm going to have all your links in the description. So it'll be really easy for people to find your website and your meditations and your Instagram and stuff like that. Wonderful. Thank you. <sighs> Sabrina, this has been amazing. I am on I'm lit up right now, and I just want to thank you for your energy and sending your good crystal grid vibes out into the universe, and thank you for what you're doing, because it's amazing, and it's super inspiring. Oh, thank you. I feel that, sister. Thank good. You. Thank you for having me here, and uh, yeah, thank you for sharing your light, too. We, we need it. We all need to share our light. <laughs> Yes, we do. Okay. Well, thank you. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning into the light side today. Um, peace and love and namaste, unconditional love. Find it all. Yes. Peace. <laughs>